0: Oh hey, it's Dave from before, Dave Phil from Show Business, here to let you know that today I'm on the Growlix Saves the World podcast, what critics are already calling the greatest episode of the Growlix Save the World ever, and, and pretty much the greatest podcast episode of all time, because I'm totally on it. Okay, it's pretty much just me saying that, honestly, but I think if you listen, you'll totally agree that I fucking nailed it. We're getting
2: big, our our
1: podcast uploads in the middle of the night and you're not awake to hear it, does it make a sound? It does. The very words you're hearing right now. Welcome to The Grawlick Saves the World. My name is Adam Caton-Holland. I'm Ben Roy. And I'm Andrew Orvidal. And this is a comedy podcast about bettering your world. And I'll be up front, I don't know how podcast technology works. What I assume is... Producer Ron gathers the files and has sort of uh, one giant phone that he pushes them into. Uh, He grabs Ben's audio, my audio, everyone's audio, forces it into a sort of omega phone that broadcasts outward. You're not... Right. I mean, I'm in the wheelhouse, right? You're not far off. It's like those
3: Play-Doh uh, spaghetti machines, but reverse. He's got to push it into all the little holes to exactly. make it go into the pipe that goes to the Internet.
1: And there's different types of cell phones. There's different types of listening devices. So he has to sort of go through every one of those iterations. And I'm always asleep and I wake up and suddenly there's an episode. So I assume in the middle of the night there is a noise once it's uploaded. You know, what I mean? like it's a... Or uh, just a kind of a click or something. It's like ben, a old do you school have any facts. intel on this? E- you know, I,
2: I don't. Uh, I thought your guesses were uh, pretty good. <laughs> uh, I right. thought I thought a lot of them were pretty well thought out. I I thought I thought. I'll you, be the first
1: to tell you, I'm not a scientist, and no, I'm certainly not an audio engineer. No, I'm just a
2: guy. No, you're a guy. You're a guy. Just a guy. Exactly. Yeah, you, you do guy stuff. I know you. You like to rake. I like, like to to, I like to rake. I
1: like to kite surf. I get, like to kite surf.
2: Dude loves to kite surf. He likes a cool Sprite on a Sunday morning. You like to sit out on it. the porch and have a nice Sprite. And, you know, I, I get it. You love Grisham. You like all I of do. that So stuff. it's like
1: I'm not sitting here thinking about – why the stuff that I love is in my phone but i all I if anyone knows out there in listener land let us know how podcasts work and i I really I guess this is a really great opportunity to bring in our guest uh who we're so excited to have <laughs> what because he might because he might have the answer oh he might have the i got gotcha, you I, gotcha. I was like
2: seamless intro no, no no no
1: I'm not i'm not i'm not jumping <laughs> off this riff yet there's still some meat on the I was bump. gonna
2: say you're leaving a riff carcass there's a i'm
1: saving some of the riff for our guest because i'm polite we've been wanting this guy for a while we're so excited to have him international rock legend dave hill welcome to the podcast shit. welcome welcome hello
0: yeah this is a this is a huge get this is a huge get.
3: <laughs> monday morning 9 a.m we know you've got a lot of other stuff going on right now oh, big big time
1: <laughs> Dave, we know, we know you know rock. We know you know comedy. Do you understand how podcasts work, how they get into your phone, and if there is a sound that's made when it arrives at your phone? Do you have any sort oh, of inside Hollywood track on this? No. Or, or? I
0: mean, I well, what I do know, um, I think you guys are doing a better job than just based on Instagram, whereas, mm-hmm. where I get a sense of most podcasts that exist. Okay. Uh, you guys are not kicking back uh, cross-legged uh, talking into those sm7 microphones that are uh, very popular and I've just <laughs> from a tech standpoint <laughs> no. you're doing you're already so far ahead of all the clips that I've seen
2: oh because because uh, because our microphones are legit
0: yeah, well just like, I don't know. I just see guys sitting back, and a lot of them wearing shorts, which right away is a huge no-no for me. <laughs> and, uh, and this is my problem with it. And these, are, a lot of the times, these are people that I like. And there's, um, I see them sitting there wearing shorts for all the world world to see, talking, sitting back, talking. I don't know. It just is a slippery. Yeah. It's and a I mean, slippery no, slip.
2: I, I get wait. Well, you're when you're in a band as big and as powerful as your band. If people listening oh, don't know the, dan- the dangerous snakes who hate bullshit. No, that's um, my street
0: gang. Oh, you got oh, oh, to fire your research. You got to fire your research. I'm not
2: firing my. I'm not firing my <laughs> research. I, I. We don't even have mm. one. That's me. No, I, no. It's mean. under.
0: It's understandable. It's that's my street gang. My rock band is Valley Lodge. Um, okay. But it's understood. Uh, everything I do is kind of a blur at this point. Street gang, <laughs> comedy. Gang, band. band. It's all the
1: same. <laughs> hanging out
0: with my dog. It's all kind of one mush mushy thing right
1: now. I, wait, I kind of agree, Dave. And I think it's like that's the best part about you is it seems like they're like, who's Dave Hill? What does Dave do? And I go, Dave's a rocker. Dave's a comic. Dave's like a sort of international man of mystery. He's an author. He has a dog. It's all, But it's all the same. I couldn't just stop at one of those. I'd be doing a disservice to the other. Crudets. No, I'm
0: basically living my life, and people are, you know, basically helping themselves to the golden corral that is my body of work.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Can I talk about bring a new plate say, each trip? You have to I bring a new say. plate each trip.
0: <laughs> you do. I mean, respectfully. I mean, this does hint at a lot of the things I want to say later, but
1: yeah. Well, I've often said, try to sneeze on anything Dave Hill does. It'll get blocked. It'll get fucking blocked. This is, yeah. People try. People try. But they, yeah, they can't. Yeah. Now, we brought Dave on to talk about ways in which he would like to better the world, how we can help him out. But first, we want to talk about ways that Dave's bettering the world. Dave, you got to tell us about this national anthem stuff. Oh, it, it appears, because you've been watching us on Instagram. I've been watching you on Instagram. It appears you've just put your services out there as a, a amazing guitarist to play the national anthem for hockey games. Yeah. Is that, is that what's going on?
0: Yeah, basically, uh, you know, my, my, my most recent book came out in October. The, I'll say, okay, I'll tell you the title. The Go Awesome Game, it. One Man's Incredible Globe-Crushing Hockey Odyssey. With the book done, I thought, well, I kind of want to keep the hockey fun going, but I don't have my publisher's money or influence to help, so what can I do? What am I sweet at? Ripping solos. Who needs guitar solos? Everybody. Um, so no, but I thought <laughs> since I'm not, I can't. My my playing days are behind me on the professional level. So I thought I could play the anthem at a hockey game. So I put on Instagram, I want to play the national. My original plan, I wanted to play the national anthem at an NHL game on skates while skating around. Then at the conclusion of the anthem set the guitar down, feedback, all that. And then I put some gloves and grab a stick. Yes. And then I just, boom, fire like four or five slap shots from the blue line, upper left, upper right, whatever. Um, and then be done with it.
3: So I put that out there.
0: And <laughs> <such> also, <laughs> so many people, you know, I'm a former NCAA hockey player. A lot of people don't add that to the list.
1: Is not that even, true? I don't know that. I'm is not it, even
0: joking. Look at me. I'm in a track suit right now. What do you think?
2: Yeah. Where? <laughs> what? What school? Adam, what school? Shut the fuck up! You did not play NCAA. I hockey. did too. I, <laughs> I
0: I played for Fordham University in the Bronx. There's a bit of a fucker. loop. Bit of a loophole. We were technically <laughs> technically NCAA, which is why I say that with such confidence. But. <laughs> I think it was it was really just intercollegiate club but <laughs> <laughs> somehow somehow I swear to you it was recognized by the NCAA as being <laughs> as being high enough to be considered NCAA but it was like right. gl- glorified high school hockey but um anyway so I did play and uh yeah so I wanted to play I wanted to play the anthems and I put it out there and uh, Raj Suresh, a uh, hilarious comedian friend, uh, he knew someone of the Cleveland Monsters. And you're like, well, that's an AHLT. Yeah, it is. Minor League. But then that's, I was like, that's was even better. Somewhere. Yeah, work my way up from the minors. So I played it in Cleveland. I was home in Cleveland for Thanksgiving, where I'm from. Played uh, The Cleveland Monsters were playing the Toronto Marlies. The Toronto Marlies, the away team, gave me an entire... Backpack full of swag. Cleveland Monsters gave me because they
1: were so impressed with your performance. They were just like, "Here, have this swag. Represent us." Basically,
0: and I screwed up the Canadian anthem. Granted, they (laughs) gave it to me before the anthems, though. I did screw up the Canadian anthem. Um, They take the pants
1: back. They're like, "They were like, fuck (laughs) off."
0: (laughs) You don't wear the pants. They should have. I, I did. I felt really bad. I texted Will Burns, the equipment manager, who is really, to be fair, my only friend on the team. Um, the other guys, I, I would like to think I have their respect. But I don't know. But, uh, he, uh, I was like, I'm so sorry. He's like, no, you, you kept going. And that's what matters. anyway, great guys. So the thing is,
1: this is minor league hockey for you to get that. There is a player who can now not wear that. Like they'd had to take that from a player for you to be able to rock that. So, yeah, exactly. Some,
0: some kid is Playing like junior A in Canada because of me, amazing.
1: You know? Yeah,
0: and <laughs> so, so then, but so then I want to play the NHL, and then a friend knew a guy at Violent Gentlemen, you know, uh, which is a hockey clothing brand, which is awesome. And then they knew someone at the Anaheim Ducks, and so I was going to LA anyway, and so. <laughs> the ducks were playing the maple leafs like this almost 2 weeks ago now so i go there i'm like this is it i did it and uh i did it and i don't know if you've followed the backlash i have been, been i've very...
1: following. you shared a clip of some newscasters not happy with your no i mean as you know this
0: all. this this booking came about this booking on your podcast came about as a result of the damaged pr firm that i hired <laughs>
1: yeah, they're like first stop Grawlix
2: <laughs> The Grawlix saves the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's get, let's get we in front of this forever. story.
1: <laughs> we saved Rob Lowe. Remember, Rob Lowe was yeah. a pariah. Oh, and because he, came on he this had pod. that threesome. You guys were and you, we got him, Dave, we got him Parks and Rec. We got him Parks amazing. and Rec. We, he was in an oil spill, and we scrubbed that duck up and we put uh, it back out. In
2: d- <laughs> now deposed uh, Somali warlord, Muhammad Farah, Deed. Uh, appeared on this show for yep. uh, just to kind of change his image because I think and after we, Black Hawk Down, it was originally started. just to chat, but then yeah, yeah. we managed to. Yeah, yeah. we so got him. Around. He's, he's, him seem he's fun. selling
1: hymns now, he's selling
3: hymns. <laughs> we got him. Now. Oh, that. yeah. I don't know if you're talking about church songs or boner pills, but either way, pretty Both. funny. Both. <laughs> uh, so what? why were they upset? Were they upset because you were playing it on the guitar?
0: That you were well, like ripping it? All great art is polarizing. and um, And I believe my <laughs> anthems fell into that. Yeah, people... I truly... I did the anthems and I thought... This was fun. I got a free Ducks jersey. I, my friends and I saw a game. We had great seats. We had free coconut shrimp and other fixings. Uh, and I figured that was it. Move on to the next chapter of life. Live your life. Yeah, I was like, that's over. And then um, the next day, there was a Sportsnet, which is like a hockey. I think in Canada, yeah. is it just hot in Canada? I don't know, but they, William Nylander from the uh, Maple Leafs, uh, player who he was laughing. I think it was in, Anaheim.
1: Ver- it was Anaheim versus Toronto, right? So yeah, yeah. And
0: he so yeah, okay. There's a clip of him laughing during the <laughs> anthem. I think laughing in a way like where you're like, oh my god, I can't believe this awesome guy is doing this. That's what I choose to believe. (laughs) But he was kind of like looking and like smirking it like uh, it's very funny. And um, and they covered like the hockey news covered it, which is like the hockey Bible. My dad used to bring me home issues of the hockey news when I was a kid from the newsstand by his work. So to be written, they wrote about it in the hockey news. So I was like, would have been cooler if I, you know, got it because like I won like, you know. The heart trophy, or something, but uh, it was because <laughs> of my anthems. Uh, but like, so the every so many hockey websites wrote about it, but yeah, then breakfast television. Uh, Adam mentioned this. Uh, they're like the Today Show, Good Morning America of Canada. They spent it's on YouTube, they spent a solid four and a half minutes just talking smack about me and my anthem playing, yep. up, which was amazing and truly i loved it what made it especially delightful to me was i've been a guest on that show twice most (laughs) recently in october and somehow i mean i get it like shows like that have seven million people on every day you know but like I can't believe that not a single person was like, "Wait a minute, that guy
1: was just here." <laughs> like, we had that dude. Oh, well, I watched the clip too, and they were like, "Who even is this guy? What is his angle?" It says comedian. I don't know. Like, if he, that's galling, you were on the fucking show. Talk about fire your researcher. Ben's just doing it on his own, but you know they got a team. Yeah, they have over like there. A, that they have, like Ben's one guy. They got at the least show. two. The yeah, idea. they could have Googled.
0: They could have Googled. But no, I well, it was amazing. Like, I, I truly... It was it, amazing. I was really psyched. I mean, there was a part of me the first day, because I, I didn't expect there to be anything other than maybe people commenting on my Instagram about it. But, like... Because, um, you know, like, you go, like, I separate myself from my art or whatever. But then after a whole day of people saying how much they hate you... I mean, part, of you, part of part of it crosses over into <laughs> like, well, I'm an actual guy who's meeting friends later <laughs> for dinner, and I this kind of is getting to me just a tiny bit. <laughs> but I mean, I did, I did I did get so many nice messages about it, so I think
1: I yeah, think dude, it, I loved it. Like, I think you crushed it in that it was like you did you did do deference to both the anthems, but there were moments of just like over-the-top shredding that were funny as well. So it was like you (laughs) doing it, having a little bit of leeway with it, but staying true to the songs, realizing it's an anthem. I mean, I know you could do that for 40 minutes. Yeah, when they have a
3: human singing, they're always going nuts with the anthem. It's like, relax. What are you auditioning for? Just finish the song
1: so we can watch the game. My God. Well, you sound like the people complaining. You know. No, no. I'm saying <laughs> that if I, saying so, if
3: someone was shredding it on a guitar, I'm 100% on board and I can't wait to
2: check it out. But when someone's just like nice singing save, it, dude. like. Nice save. He totally was shitting all over you, Dave. And I was not at and all. I What a not... <laughs> gang leader you are at
1: night. You control the
2: streets. And I think. <laughs> Do you he... think
1: Andrew has a separate account that he's been shredding Dave on? He's been like. He might. I mean. Anthem <laughs> is sacred. Yeah.
0: <laughs> The one thing that uh, maybe the funniest thing is, I, despite people thinking that I was over the top, and me listening to it later and thinking, oh, some of that was a bit much, at the time, <laughs> at the time, like that night, I thought I played it way too safe. Like,
2: like <laughs> Dude, I, can I just say, I'm sorry, uh, I've watched mm-hmm. this. There was no safety in that at all. (laughs) And that's what I I loved about it. Knowing you and knowing your ability to play, I thought it was fucking so fun and so great. But if people just see you walk out on the ice (laughs) and you start shredding that thing, it's so absurd and insane. It was so good. It was so good. And it'll be (laughs) be appreciated for years to come.
0: I genuinely thought, oh, I was a little too faithful to the original. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. The thing is, um, I was maybe going to do it at an Edmonton Oilers game like in a couple weeks. I'm going to be in Edmonton. Oof. And then they wrote back to I'm doing this festival. And the festival was trying to get me on it. And uh, they forwarded the email <laughs> from the Oilers. And the Oilers were like, uh. We saw Dave, that was on national TV here last night, and we really don't think he helped his case. We decline.
1: <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> Edmonton's well,
2: not a good place for that. That's and, a, and
1: that's Edmonton's <laughs> loss. And I wanna say if anyone listening to this, we have a lot of fans everywhere, but if anyone is in the Colorado Avalanche, Dave, family has yeah. crushed uh oh, comedy festival numerous times. Anyone here has any connections to Colorado Avalanche, it is a oh, killer. Sure. Killer opening. Frozen? Dave, this this could happen or or not. But if anyone out there has any connections with Colorado Avalanche, get Dave Hill Dude, to play the national Dude, if you, could, if if you could do amazing. it at an abs
2: game, that would be so amazing. Oh, that'd be awesome.
0: I, I would be thrilled because Avalanche, as I'm sure you know, used to be the Quebec Nordiques, one mm-hmm. of my yes. favorite teams. And the greatest NHL jersey of all time is the Nordiques. Oh, so, absolutely. Those be, are
1: such good jerseys.
0: I've kind of adopted the Avalanche um, on my list. I mean, I can't really narrow down to one, but I mean, I go Rangers and I kind of expand teams that I accept. And the <laughs> Avalanche are on my short list of teams that I that I can support in their hockey. Efforts. You hear that,
1: ABS? You're on the short list, so Dave <laughs> Hills, short loves. list. The yes, loves. Dave. We have to get to the subject at we hand on our podcast, yeah. which is. Which is, you know, making, uh, making your world a better place. This disrupted your world a little bit, but it sounds like you've already sort of smoothed it over and, and moved on because you're a healthy guy. Oh, sure. Um, but I asked you to bring uh, to the podcast something that's disrupting your world that we could help you with a little bit, and you responded with a list that was so large I was <laughs> shocked. Um, yeah, he so, told you he's an author, so I wanted to let you let you in the second half tell us what it is that you would like to discuss, but I have to ask you about a few that, that we have crossed off the list. One thing that really gets your goat apparently is wrap sandwiches. You don't like wrap sandwiches. Uh, And I would just, I'd have never go ahead. uh, Opine, my friend.
0: I just think they're fascist. Honestly, like they're there's, it's like, what if we, all it is, is like a shitty burrito. It's like, what if we filled a burrito with ingredient, all the worst possible ingredients? Uh, just have a, I'd rather have just a mediocre sandwich rather than a wrap, which is what a wrap is. And also you only see wrap sandwiches in like, uh, spaces of uh, oppression. Like someone's has to work <laughs> like through a, lunch yeah, or there's true. like uh, a, a, a get together. And someone was just like, how can we technically feed a large group of people while also not giving a fuck about their well-being. Wrap sandwiches. <laughs> Go get yourself a wrap sandwich. I
2: love the idea of a wrap as a as a tool of oppression is killing me for some Truly.
1: Reason. It's like no I mean, one You also can... only see them in airports. Like are you going to be sitting yeah. confined for a while? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's completely. Yeah, cuz it's like design, like nothing can uh it, yeah, it's like like flour something.
3: tortilla, gross didn't, turkey, didn't, didn't shitty
0: lettuce. Sentences. You know what I you mean, go, though. It's just like, uh, You
2: held your hand in the shape of a wrap. It's and truly. You, just went, you know what I mean. It's just a g- gah. You know what I mean.
0: <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, horrible. I could. Uh, All
1: right. Yeah. Well, you've been heard. We want our our guests to always feel they've been heard. So you Thanks. heard. Uh, the other one that really. <laughs> I found funny the fact that CVS seems to rearrange the store every time I go. And this just does feel, this does feel a little bit like something like one of our dads or grandfathers.
0: I, I agree. I, I, I don't know if it's like early onset dementia, but truly the the CVS by my house, every time I walk in, I'm starting from zero. No, <laughs> like no, like I've never been there before. Every <laughs> s- single time, I never like. Oh yeah, deodorants over there. I I start over.
1: I'm, it's better than the Walgreens model of like we're gonna have. Less here every time you come. <laughs> <Like> this, <laughs> we are closing. We're closing over the course of 15 years. Slow close. We're doing a slow close. There'll be less departments and lights and products. There is. we are open. The there is open.
2: no more terrifying place on the planet than the first eight feet in front of a door at a Walgreens. That that <laughs> oh, area. Yeah. Th- on that, on like, either side. Exterior yes, exactly. or interior. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: It's like reverse impulse spy. Like people just <laughs> parting with things. They were like, I don't need I don't need to dye my beard. I, I don't need. Uh, I don't need. I don't need Easter candy in August. Like they just get rid of everything.
1: Slowly, it's just going to be a goodwill. You'll just go in and there'll be cardboard boxes of old clothes, and you can just have them or not. You can Babies. leave. So- take something, leave something.
2: Yeah. Their slogan. What is it? It's uh, at the corner of. What was, do you remember that? It was their slogan no. for it. God. <laughs>
1: what? Um, I, I feel like Walgreens just stared at their own take a penny, leave a penny for years, and they're like, what if that was our business, model? <laughs> <laughs> Shop right. a little,
3: forget a little what something inside. <laughs>
1: all right, so those are two gripes that I really liked, Dave. Uh, we're going to have to take a quick break, and when we come back, you tell us what you really want to get into.
3: Okay. We're going to get to the, the main meat of Dave's gripes here after this break, but we got to pay a few bills an ad break so we'll be right back in the meantime if you want to check out our patreon you can check it out at patreon.com slash Saves. you can get ad free episodes all kinds of great bonus stuff our little secret podcast within a podcast check that out and we will be right back with special guest dave hill to
1: hear about his number one gripe hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if If. only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, do you love the Grolic saves the world but are sad because you're not getting enough of it? (laughs) Boy, do I. Well, great news. You can get all sorts of bonus content
2: on our patreon like what tell them ben act four add free episodes birthday shout outs exclusive merch stronger more painful erections our pod within a pod boy crazy decreased a1c levels photos and videos bonus content and so much more
1: okay i'll do it no kick to me say how do i how do i do it how do i sign up
2: we're not trying to sell it to you andrew you don't have to jesus oh well, i mean it sounded good okay how do i sign up then fuck it. You can sign up now by visiting patreon.com forward slash Saves. I do want to sign up.
0: (laughs) Please rise 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 and kindly kindly remove your hats. hats. And now now, as we we honor two great nations and our armed forces forces around the world, world,
3: please welcome welcome comedian comedian and musician musician, Dave Dave Hill Hill, with his renditions renditions of the Canadian Canadian, and American American National Anthem. anthem. (laughs)
1: We are back. It is the second act of The Grolic Saves the World through the
2: magic of podcasts. Oh, Adam, yes. Adam. Yes, 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 you A- got something. It was Walgreens at the corner of happy and healthy. That was their slogan nice. for, <laughs> like, ever up until, like, six years ago. And then I think they were like, well, it's now, like, at the corner of, is that a needle? And what's that on your face? That should have actually been what what the slogan is. But I also did a little of, research. Fuck you, we'll fill
3: your prescription when we get
2: to it. That's what it is. <laughs> I actually did a little research. And because I'm the research crew, and I do a lot of work for just one. I do person. feel
1: like Dave sort of made you a little bit like he sort of went at you on the research, and now you're trying to show him how. Well, good can I be. want so, him
2: to know that I'm capable of putting together some stats and some numbers and some. Figures. Oh, well, he has sure, the, quick he quick. has
0: glasses on, so I just assume that he. Does He's the sex. smartest
1: of the three, but Dave, we actually all share a <laughs> pair, and it's, it's Ben's week. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. this makes sense now. Now that I'm hearing <laughs> yes. it, this does make sense.
2: And we do them in my prescription, which is the strongest prescription, and everybody has to go the week Ooh. while wearing you know, my correction. So, But I wanted to ask you all, do you know what the acronym for CVS stands for? No. Child Vocational no. Services. What? <laughs> There's a guess. Child vocational <laughs> services. Yeah, in the back, they got kids. They got kids back there. That's a good guess. Loading I up the black licorice.
1: I want to <laughs> guess country. Country violence school. They Whoa. teach you. They teach you violence, but like country violence. Oh, we should form
0: a nice. band called that.
2: Country Ooh,
1: violence school. Country That's
0: violence pretty cool. School. That would yeah. be
2: cool if. It- It was like Like a a, Hank three kind of situation. That's what I was singing, kind of
0: like I. You
2: know what I mean? That would
0: be yeah. Because that my first thought was like folk hardcore, but that's like Hank three adjacent.
2: Yeah, it is very Hank three adjacent or super joint ritual. Uh, Yes, another great band.
1: Dave, Uh, any guesses? What CVS stands stands for? Before our research uh, analyst Ben gives us the truth, any guesses? Uh, care. This. That's it. That's my guess.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, incredibly enough, CBS, the acronym means CARE VIS. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah. And it's said the same way. Even uh, the way they list it here, it's said reluctantly. A, it's a like, question yeah. mark. At yeah. The end <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: No, yeah. it means. It stands for Consumer Value Store, which was what it was originally called, was the Consumer Value Store. And then they shortened it to CVS when they realized they had none of... Anything listed in the title, <laughs> so, consumer uh,
3: value store. Yes, that's well, amazing. the humans enjoy things like this. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> Fuck off, Dave. This is a podcast about about bettering your world. Uh, anything that's been disrupting your world lately, you want to talk about? You gave us a few good things up front. What is it you'd like to talk about today on the pod? What do you? Well, what can we help
0: you with? I I kind of had two that I think were tied. Should I mention okay. them both, and we can focus? My main one. Sure, go ahead. Well, they're kind of the reason I don't like them is for the same reason, really. But people that wear sweatpants in in public or any sort of uh, comfort attire, uh, no, no leisure wear. No, You're I shouldn't a track say. It. Suit, Not Dave. I brought. It. No, <laughs> I know. This is why f- I, This is why I started backpedaling. Well, <laughs> the thing is, um, I am wearing a tracksuit, but I'm in my own home. I just think mm. that you shouldn't wear like, especially this is primarily airport stuff like sweatpants. I feel like it's not enough fabric in between me and your butthole at and like <laughs> at ten thousand feet or whatever at altitude. And like, I think, and then it extends to flip flops or any sort of open toed <laughs> thing. I I think flip flops should be illegal within 50 yards of your home and or a natural body of water. The other thing, (laughs) Tide, and you can, uh, any sound that your phone makes is unacceptable. I don't think
2: phones,
0: (laughs) (laughs) like if I hear anything other than your voice speaking on the phone, which even that I'm against. I think cell phones should explode if you try to use them within 30 yards of another human being, they should just, poof. and if you speak too loud, they should also explode. And, uh, but yeah, any, but the thing that made me think of that one, I was on the Metro North, one of the popular trains we have out here, out East. And this woman <laughs> was like, this is the biggest violation you can possibly make is the ticking sound. When you type when you're typing and it goes, click, k- like, you know, you How can have know, your yeah. phone make us... What jackass <laughs> would be like, yeah, I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that. I know. Oh, you game. mean that
1: yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's like the keyboard that? keyboard sound. Who invented that? Did, it's like oh, we're going to make every idiot think that they're Ernest Hemingway clackety clacketing like, "Ooh, <laughs> look at this antiquated sound of typing that they're sending off a fucking <sighs> eggplant emoji with." That's <laughs> wild that that ever became like some designer, some developers like, "I got a really good idea for oh, phones yeah. now."
0: Completely like, oh, horrifying, yeah, with horrifying and unacceptable. Um but yeah, anybody <laughs> anybody that Uses speakerphone, uh, to like to watch this thing. Like, people do it, and then you think, well, maybe they don't know, but then you're like, no, they know they're a fucking asshole
2: in their heart of hearts. I... They know,
1: <laughs> all right. There's a lot going
2: on here. This is good <laughs> stuff. First of all, I stuff. just want to wanna say one thing. Uh, I loved when. This, my favorite reaction so far is is Dave going. There's just far too little fabric between me and their butthole. And Adam, you earnestly went, mm, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> uh, well, wait, it was the you... earnest. <laughs> Adam
1: is a professional. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you tell me. And worst.
1: and when did you notice the lack of fabric between the butthole and you first? I just, well, sure. you're asking me a full NPR. No, I'm just going, I'm just going full NPR for the fun of it.
2: Dave, we go to Rift City from time to time. And I don't think we've fed, uh, like we filled you in on Rift City, but it is. You got to go to
0: Rift City, Rift City Population Grolix, guys.
2: You, right, yeah. well, yeah, four twenty sixty nine is the population currently <laughs> sure. right
1: now. And we actually have a standing thing that it can't that it can't change. So if someone is born in Rift City, someone must die in Rift City. They... Four twenty sixty nine will always be the population. Whoa, yeah, That's it's serious. it's
2: called it's um it's the sangre por sangre rule, which is just a, a blood in blood out kind of a thing. You know, she goes it, down
1: in Rift City, but we are actually go... in search of a national anthem, Dave. So if you oh a you film, can shred well, here yeah. anytime you've anywhere. just. To the oh street
0: God. called Easy, Go, I can do it at any at a moment's notice. <laughs> that's a place in Rift City. A
2: street that called Easy, e- yeah, the Easy Street. I'm
3: always a, ready. It's <laughs> the red light district. Um, but <laughs> I mean, just out
0: of out of out of screen, I, the amp guitar is. I'm always ready. Always ready.
3: Go. Will going back st- to the sweatpants gripe, I will say okay. uh, th- that's actually evolved that now. It's pajama bottoms in public all the fucking time. Yep. At, at uh, my daughter's school, they wear pajamas very regularly like it's regular clothes. Oh, uh, the other yeah. night I was in the grocery store. I saw an adult woman wearing what could only be pajama bottoms uh, shopping. And it, uh, it doesn't necessarily bother me on the same level as it does you. But it definitely uh makes me think that we'll that we're hurtling towards an age where people are just full on tops and bottom pajamas, onesies. Everyone's just <laughs> yeah, ready, ready for bed, ready, ready to immediately go to bed
0: at any moment. Yeah. And it's, I just think like, like someone's discomfort should not lead to someone else's. No, someone's comfort should not lead to someone else's discomfort. And that's the universal problem here. Like, oh, I agree with that. You, you want to be comfortable at Walgreens or on the plane, which is far worse. I, I <laughs> wanted to go back to like, you know, the 50s when people would get dressed up like in a suit. And you could smoke on the plane, have a nice <laughs> steak. I don't even smoke, but I I'm, I want all of this back. All of it. <laughs> I
2: want to be able to take my young child, seven, eight years old on a plane and have them drink with me. Like I want yeah. them to be able to have a cocktail with their dad, and I miss those days. Like yeah, exactly.
0: Like, like a. Uh, do you know the movie The Bicycle Thief, the Italian mm. movie from Yeah, classic. Whatever the is it the forties? Um, the kid in that movie is like five years old and is drinking wine in every other scene. <laughs> that's that's how it should be. Drunk little. That's kids. what they paid him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> if you could if you if we had more drunk kids, I don't think we'd need to do this podcast. I think the world would be a lot in a lot better place. <laughs> and I yeah. and I'm saying that Dave, I want to say that I'm 13 years alcohol free, but I admit I have the problem, not the kids. The yes. kids can handle it. It's, you know, so roving street gangs full of red wine drunk little boys. <laughs> Why
1: not? <laughs> Why not?
2: <laughs> I think the Catholic Church already answered why not on that one. <laughs> uh, that a good wait, point. So we do
1: try to be a little proactive on this one. And like there is a sort of slobbiness pervading society. And I'm all for people having comfort. But I agree, especially in the airport, on planes, people are taking their shoes off. Bare feet are out. There's not a lot that I think we can do as individuals Short of being examples of the opposite, right? Like you can't go tell somebody get their shit together. Like you can't go tell them you're gross in the airport. Stop. I don't so I think like all you can really do is be the change, I think. And yeah. Dave, I watch, I don't know if your buddies with Nick Thune, but I am and I, sure. uh, I, fo- I follow his Instagram and he, <laughs> he's hilarious. He often <laughs> does a best dressed at the airport. And he's always like oh, oh, I, I like that. he goes I won best dressed again and he'll he'll like show he will pose and he'll just sort of be look at this outfit that I crushed it best dressed at the airport yet again 1000 I, I
0: I applaud it. I this is uh I like we, most trips I'll take a pair of you know uh dress shoes not dress shoes but you know non sneaker based shoes waiters hip Length waiters. Yes, exactly. And then I'll take my running <laughs> shoes. Would the running shoes be more comfortable in the airport? Without question. Do I wear the fancier shoes in the airport? Every single time. Because to your point, I want people to see me and be like, there's a guy who's not human garbage. He's putting an effort out.
1: (laughs) It is a good point because, but you're doing it better than I do because I bring nice shoes and I wear those shoes on stage. And then I bring sneakers as well to jog or just comfortable shoes. But I'm not as far as you are. I always wear the sneaks because I want the comfort. The dress shoes are in the bag. So maybe I should step it up a little bit. I think you could. I don't know. This is,
0: again, this is a, I'm probably steering it somewhere else, but. People will often say to me, like, oh, how aren't you hot? Like, because I'll be wearing a jacket and, you know, not be just walking around in a T-shirt. And I'm like, the pictures, no one's going to remember whether I was hot or cold or whether I was really comfortable. They're just (laughs) going to, the pictures will tell the story of whether or not I looked amazing. And that's what I'm
2: concerned with. (laughs) 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 Well, that's. That's really the story that everybody wants to read, too. I mean, I yeah. I, 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 feel this way at comedy shows. I often I, I don't I guess I don't care, but I do love when I'm at a show and people are they look good for the show. I always it's like you're going out to the theater. You're going to to me. It's like you're taking the experience of like we're going out. We're doing something. I do like that uh, as somebody who, like you, Dave travels a lot and flies a lot. Fuck do I hate getting dressed up? I hate, I just want to put on jeans and a sweatshirt and just, and sneakers and get on it. But when I see somebody dapper, I think that's an international person. This is a person who has somewhere to be and is doing something important. So I, yeah, I'm there's a passport kind of the in the that inner
3: pocket of yeah. Passport, yeah, I just look pocket. and I'm like, that it looks like hell. That's hell. <laughs> oh, now, Andrew, <laughs> you've been known I, to pack
1: yourself into your own backpack as yeah, a sort of look.
3: Yeah, I saved a lot of money flying carry on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Andrew, what is, Andrew, what is your approach to air travel and dress?
3: Yeah, mine is like I guess similar to Ben's. It's uh, definitely comfort first. I look like I just wandered in out of the woods from a duck blind, and I'm getting on my flight. Oh it's wait, very- are you?
0: This are you one of those people? This is another. This is a subcategory, but <laughs> people that look like they're ready to camp immediately when they're when they're at the airport people who are who are just like oh, i've got my there is like i'm about to march into the woods people who are yeah, dressed that would in probably
3: like, be my aesthetic
0: oh, I would say I'd i say. hate that and then that <laughs> that goes right into the other subcategory of people who are prepared with snacks i hate it like people who are like hang on i'm too. just gonna have a go-gurt real quick I'm just going to have an energy bar. (laughs) I hate that. I purposely, my girlfriend sometimes, because she's the best, will be like, oh, do you want to take a banana or something with you to the airport? I'm like, no. I want to get there. And if I'm hungry, I want to just deal with it at the airport. Now, I recently became a member of the Delta the Delta Sky Club, so this is
1: irrelevant okay. now. All right, but Jesus. and I didn't mean. to, I, It's not I about. come we here to say. We knew when this. we
2: invite a guy that writes, and he's a gang member, and he plays music. We knew we were going to get bragging. We knew. Mm-hmm. We were I know. Bragging, yeah, so it goes with really the territory, it,
0: guys. Yeah. yeah, no, it's um, a lot. But I, I just think like people that like be like, "Well, I knew I was going to be out all day, so I just packed a little Tupperware, and I'll just have this real quick." <laughs> I hate, and then they bring, like, I'll bring a metal spoon
1: and it's clack. Oh, they always clack. <laughs> this and is I'm, where you I'm, and I, this spoon. is where we part ways, Dave. I can't agree with you on this one for a lot of reasons. Wait, and uh, well, you have children, so I understand the need,
2: but I'm just saying, this is like,
0: not, this has nothing to do with children.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, oh, well, I'm, cu- I'm curious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's First that's of just all, getting dangerous. For the here. most
1: part, airport food sucks. So if I can, like, I like to go to a little uh, market at, and get a good sandwich the day before, especially if it's a long flight. Like, and I and I will should have had lunch okay. in that time.
0: That's you're talking about something completely different. I'm talking okay. about stuff prepared at home, where people are like, I just made this quinoa. Broccoli, uh <laughs> sesame thing, and I made enough for <laughs> six weeks. And this is the portion I brought with me to the airport. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not. You're talking about just eating okay, better food. Okay. I okay. no. So we're back. I feel like we're back. All right, we're back on the same page. We're back. On, we're yeah, I
3: don't do that. Better. I can't imagine traveling with an empty, dirty Tupperware in my backpack it would drive me
1: insane. It would be.
0: <sighs> Crazy,
3: yeah. It's do I get any
1: points for it being green? It is green. There's no. Waste. I'm all all it's, for being green. I
0: I never accept takeout utensils. I'm as green as possible. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I but I I do think like this is the thing. I think you can you can do exactly what I've described, but just like don't let me find out about it. Like, if you're going to have, if you're going to eat like a bathroom, like like an adult. Yeah. Go in a (laughs) stall, go in the corner. I did. uh, I went to an audition recently uh, for a commercial. I didn't book it. Let's be clear. And uh, this guy comes out of his audition. Guess he had other stuff. And he sits down next to me. Opens a Tupperware thing and starts eating it with a metal spoon, clacking his teeth, as if that's not enough for me to like just choke him dead right there. He starts watching a video on his phone and laughing (laughs) audibly (laughs) at the video. Double and I'm down. just like, was oh. this Ben? Look, let's just cut the bullshit. Was it
3: Ben?
2: <laughs>
0: you guys
3: uh, <laughs> you kind of are describing Ben. <laughs>
2: yeah. I uh, look, <laughs> this is. Well, that's why I say these things. Do things of that <laughs> nature, Dave. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I want, think it. Oh, go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. No, Sorry. I was just going to say that it's. It, I think relating to that person, I think they're just probably so in their own head. You know they don't. They don't think about the other people around them, and I think it's okay to say, "Hey, could you not be so gross?" Um, <laughs> because Adam says things like that to me all the time, and I find that it only sort of hurts. It's not as bad as you think. It only kind of hurts. But I got, I got my almost feelings. twenty years of warming up the
1: friendship to get to the point where I can say, "You're gross. You're you're not even." Well, just I being think gross. it's the friendship that gross.
2: hurts the most about it. Huh. So I think if you take away oh. the friendship part, it may not even hurt at all. Because uh-huh. part of what hurts is when you say, like Adam straight face says to me, "Ben, you're a gross person." <laughs> uh, oh, that that would hurts hurt. because, yeah. yeah, because we've known each other for so long. But I don't think I would take it as seriously, you know, if it was somebody I didn't know, or if it was a guy I knew that had just played the national anthem at an Anaheim Ducks. Sure, <laughs> you know, so oh, I, 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 just think, got roasted I do think I do that
1: national anthem guy. The the offenses almost go hand in hand. It's like if you are a person who's prone to eat in front of other people in a really sort of public setting, inevitably, like you're saying, you're going with like aggressive flavors and smells. They're not eating something innocuous. It's something that they lift the Tupperware lid and it's like, my God, the whole plane smells like what you brought. It's like everyone knows you're not supposed to be bringing
3: fish onto a plane. I remember one time I I did this uh, this series of road gigs and I brought – Uh, salmon jerky in the car (laughs) and people were so mad and I didn't think of it. It was like, and you just make that mistake once in your life. And then people are like, you're fucking insane. I can't believe we've had to go on this multi city trip with you eating salmon jerky in the car. And I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. That was a huge, huge mistake.
2: I was on a train from, uh, in, from Barcelona to London. And, I went to the bar car and I ordered tuna salad. And I thought it was American style tuna salad, cold with like mayonnaise, you know, in a sandwich. But they just slid this can across to me and it's basically tuna in oil with peas and carrots. That's it. And I cracked this fucking thing open in the (laughs) like a grenade seat, and everybody was like, Everybody hated me. The glares—they <laughs> were like this. Film Dios, from mio. American. Dios mio! Dios <laughs> mio! And then mon dieu! An hour later, yeah. Yeah. le <laughs> Uh But yeah, they—they—they they, uh, they were not happy. That's funky smelling foods. I don't even like if it's an appetizing smelling food on a plane and oh, it's yeah. overwhelming. I it pisses me off because I want some. I'm like. Well, you fucking got French fries, and now you're going to eat these fucking French fries and the cabin smells like that. I agree with you on that one, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, whoa, yeah. wait a minute. That's a really – because I've been thinking all you can do is be the change, right? How do we proactively solve this? Be the change. Be a better example. But what if whenever we see someone eating this weird thing, you ask for a bite? and they might be so shocked that they're like they're i'm like like never bringing it, it again yeah. cuz yeah. people are like keep coming up asking that for bites that smells
3: like my nana's couscous salad <laughs> can i have a bite
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah maybe that's it maybe yeah you just lean in the other the other direction but going back to something adam said where you can't call them out on it i will rewind a little and say the airport is the one place that you actually can call people out on shit because it's the one place where no one has no a one has gun. Yeah. So go wow. ahead and tell this them that their feet are gross or that they smell because they're not going to do a fucking thing about it other than maybe yell at you. So if you want to practice uh, calling people out on their gross, dumb shit, uh, the airport is a pretty good place to do it.
2: I just Some had the, that happen. That, what happened? Tell, tell, do tell.
0: No, like within the last couple of weeks... I'm on a, a routine flight from Seattle to Phoenix, and I was <laughs> I was wearing a, a mask because I'm uh, I'm not even concerned about COVID. I just love not getting colds and yes. sick now. And uh, you know, people have been wearing masks for decades, and other Japan, for example. Anyway, not yes. to defend my mask wearing, but Don't wear away, dude. I'm I'm on the plane. And Delta Comfort Plus, Plus. and uh, I mean, we're <laughs> sitting there waiting for people to get on. And the, I'm in the aisle seat. This guy, who's like kind of a, a frat broy kind of dude, gets on and sits in the middle seat next to me, and like shoves my arm off the off the rest. But I'm like, you know what? Could have done without that. But he is in the middle seat. I would have given him the rest anyway. Didn't like how he handled it. But then he starts looking at his phone and starts laughing at a video, which I'm sure was not that funny. And he (laughs) spits like he goes, he goes, and then he gets spit on my hand. So I said, uh, hey, uh, you just spit on my hand. Can you just kind of contain yourself? And uh, and I said it just because it was gross, not because I was concerned yeah. about COVID, just because I just generally don't like to be spit on spit on. And, uh, <laughs> and so I said, and he goes, he goes, Cov- "COVID's over, bro. You don't need to wear a mask no more." He said it in like oh, wow. kind of a, I don't know what he was going for. Uh, and, but those are the <laughs> words he used. And so I took umbridge, and I said, "Fuck you." And, uh, did you really? Is that what you said?
1: Fuck you. Just write that in there.
0: Yeah. I was, I just said, fuck you. And, uh, and then I waited for the plane to board everyone to board. And I called a flight attendant over and I said, this guy's, you know, giving me a hard time about my mask. Can you please move him? And then the flight attendant says, if you guys won't stop arguing, we're going to kick you both off the plane. And I was like, you have a sign on the, thing on the way in that says no one can say something to you about a mask. I'm just pointing out that he did and I want him gone. So he moved him to the last row next to the bathroom. Victory. <laughs> Dang. But, nice. uh, but it did, I will say like, uh, and he denied having said anything to me. And, uh, and, and then the whole rest of the flight, the flight attendant came over to me like I was some sort of mental patient who was going to crumble and I'm like dude he spit on me I don't care about I'm not worried about covid I just think he's gross and he's an <laughs> yeah, asshole exactly I'm like yeah. he's a, a gross asshole and I don't want him <laughs> next to me and the flight attendant came over kept offering me like any what do you want to drink do you want uh, you can have a whiskey whatever you want anything and it was like a 9am flight so I had 7 seven Jack Daniels no uh anyway I'm sorry this story petered out long ago but all by way of saying
1: (laughs) but Uh, it does tell me that you you were offended by something and you said something and it worked out in the right which is kind of back to what we're talking about of like when these people who are annoying you in air travel and as Andrew said very wisely they're not armed this is yes. the one. This is so an air marshal,
3: in which case, well, you fucked up and you got it. <laughs> right. no. an air ma- the Russian an air roulette air of the plane.
1: Yeah, you might yeah. talk shit to the air marshal. And- <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> in, in which case, buy a scratch ticket that day because your radar is <laughs> great. But like, I don't know. It's the one American social experiment where you can be sure you're not going to get fired on if you say whatever it is you want to say to that person. So I don't know. Yeah. If you're that type, I, I, can... I
3: say say it. I think I could do better, though, speaking up on planes, for sure. Especially when you're in the middle seat and the people next to you are trying to get those armrests. It's like, no, no, no. These are these are yeah, my that armrests. We are not sharing them. You do not you do not get them because you're wider shouldered than me. These are my armrests. I'm in yeah. the middle seat. It's the shittiest seat on the fucking plane. I'm getting both the armrests. But then you gotta play that little game. Like, what are we playing? Like footsie under the table? Like get your fucking elbow off here. Yeah. I should like I should I just get better at being like, hey, I think everybody knows the middle seat gets the armrests. And then just leave it at that. Or be like, hey, if you want the armrest so bad, how about we switch seats and I'll take this window seat off your hands? Because I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm cool with that. What if you, ju- what if you just
1: said that to somebody? That's <laughs> yeah. a great thing to say. And then they probably lay off the fucking armrest. They'd be like, <laughs> oh, yeah,
3: all right. I don't know if they, they just don't know that. They're like, oh, yeah, I get everything, actually. I get the window and I get the, the armrest. No, you do not.
1: There's but I can a- work on that. Well, we're, we got to wind it down at some point, so I don't think we're going to get to the etiquette of loud phones. This is going to be a whole other episode, because that's a great, great subject we can talk about at length. Yeah, late. and it hits a little close to home. It does. We're going to have to maybe have a sort of bit of an intervention on that one. An
0: intervention, So you guys are saying it. I'm coming back for a <laughs> bonus episode. Coming back, no. <laughs> coming back on the pod to give well, one you band of the you're gonna come
2: and do it live and in person after you do the national anthem at the colorado avalanche at ball arena when we see you fucking ripping a solo at the mile this is
0: amazing i hope you don't get a lot of of hate mail
2: your your
0: listeners gonna be like this dave hill what a what a entitled
2: prick (laughs) <laughs> we love the controversy. That's why people listen, is for the controversial hot takes of the group. Hot takes, sure. Can I, can I
1: say two quick, you were talking about subgenres of of dresser like Andrew, who goes off to the woods as soon as he lands. Two that I think we get <laughs> in Denver more than most that always kill me every time. They make me laugh are the person who thinks that they're going to ski off the plane. So they've got, like, they're in a full winter coat. They got their gloves. They, like, they're ready to roll. I'm like, buddy, you're going to land, and it's about two and a half hours. you got a road trip ahead before of you, friend. You're, before you're, but they're just, <laughs> <Exactly>. like, so <laughs> amped to ski. And, and it's you can,
2: 58 degrees in Denver. And you can see <laughs> like, the price tags <laughs> hanging off all the new shit, and they're just, uh, like, ready yeah. to
1: ski. That always kills me. And the other one is you see this a lot out west, but it, it's typically women – who are really excited about their mountain trip and they've got a cowboy the hat. hat. They've got the fucking cowboy hat. hats and they're oh, ready to yeah. like they've watched an episode of Yellowstone and they're going to Montana on this trip and they're they're ready to take some photos and there you they're, can see groups of women wearing their cowboy hats. Oh, uh, fully I to, had a,
2: I had a date uh, that I I a while ago when I first was single and I I there was a woman that I had matched with on An app who in the photo was wearing the hat, the round brimmed hat, the one I hated every fucking concert because I can't see by your dumb fucking head. Right. And then I see it in the plane and I and I didn't go because of the hat. And this could have been a nice person. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. No, sign of larger
0: problems. I think you shouldn't be allowed to buy a cowboy hat if you can't prove ownership of livestock.
3: Yes. Yeah. Or you at least have to lasso something in the store. They hand you a yeah, lasso yeah. and they're like, rope, lasso rope literally tricks. anything in the store. No, rope, yeah. rope
1: your hat. If you can rope your hat, you can yeah. get it. It's
3: yours. Yeah. But I, rope the hat into your lap. That's the new rule. That's the new well, rule. That's the rule of Rift City. If you can when rope I, your when hat. When I grew you up, a man have.
1: knew how to rope his own hat. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, it was a simpler time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, and I, this is, you know, I should probably be saving this gold for episode two or three. Uh, but. The
1: thing I've this noticed recently, it's the Dave Hill trilogy. Yeah.
0: On Saves the World. <laughs> People, I, the last time I flew this past week, uh, not to brag, uh, there was a woman who had four hats stacked cause clearly she was going somewhere she was like, I don't, don't want to wear the same hat all the time. And then I saw, which I almost thought was worse was a guy who had four baseball caps strapped to like his backpack and I was like, why you're going to mix up your hats? No one cares. No one. Pick a cap. Yeah. Just go with it. Four on the backpack, one on the head.
1: Wow. That's like a children's tale. Um, (laughs) 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 We got to be practical. We got to give at least a, 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 a guess at ways to improve this. So I think Dave... Be the change you wish to see in the world and maybe start competing with Nick Thune on Instagram for best dressed at the airport, because if anyone has the style to do it, it's you. I'm coming I for think it. That, I want to see this battle. I want to yeah. see this battle. I,
2: I think that that honestly, truthfully, is a way to to start affecting that is by making it a trend to look as good as you can when you fly, like being like, fuck, I look dapper and making funny Dude, videos with that. That right. changes it. That catches right. on. If that became a, like a TikTok thing where people would be like, you know, like just getting as fucking decked out as they can before they get on an airplane. That would be amazing. That you know, would be I amazing. Do- and
1: you're so right. If that was a social trend of like, look at this drip of me, I'm taking off on the plane. And everyone would be competing to do it. Suddenly, we're flying through the skies looking classy as fuck. I'm going to do I'd it. I'd love we're it. Still going to wear
3: camouflage cargo pants, but I'll enjoy the view. I'll enjoy the view.
2: <laughs> You'll be happier. <laughs> well, you, you never know when you're going to have to storm a Capitol building, Andrew, and that's that's always been your your sort of MO when it's dressing, so. <laughs> so I say that. I
1: say be the change and put it online, and if you feel like tagging your Grawlix friends or the Grawlix comedy podcast, let us see how good you're looking in the skies. We would love to see it. I know Dave would love to see it, oh, and it. Uh, and also maybe uh do Andrew's experiment because there's no guns. Just tell people off to <laughs> face. It's I, a practice I, speaking
3: up for yourself in a right. in a safe a- environment. Andrew
2: and I, Andrew and I agree on that one. I have a. M- mouth at the airport for that exact reason. If something (laughs) upsets me, I'm like, this is my world, man. I, I worry about weapons. That's a lot of times why I keep my mouth shut. But yeah, if we're at a Sbarro. You know what I mean? We're hanging out in the mm-hmm. line. I'm a, I'm looking for my my breakfast fucking dough wrap thing or whatever they are. You know what they're talking about? The little one that's got the egg and the cheese in it that's uh, curled no around one knows. Dough. No one knows. What I you know.
3: And Dave already oh, said God. he hates wraps. Why are you? No, it's not this, a wrap, is not, though, this is not a different. It's, like what a, what it's
2: breakfast calzone. Yeah, breakfast sort calzone. of that, okay. but a smaller version right. of that. And somebody gets, you know, tries to cut me in line, you're going to get fucking shin-kicked. I'll kick you in the shins. <laughs> because you're not going to do shit. What are you going to do? Hit me with your fucking bag? i can and I'll about, tell you, I know how I Ben will set it up,
1: Dave, because he always says the same thing when threatened. He goes, hey, if you cut me a line again, it would be bad for your bad health. Bad for your health. It's going to be tell very surgeon, bad for, bad health. for your Joe's health.
3: warning. <laughs> And then a airport That's cop cold. has to ride up on his battle chariot three-wheeler and break up this, like, shimmy kicking <laughs> fight at the Sparrow. It's a, it's a whole thing.
0: That's amazing.
2: Well, this it. has been an amazing episode. I'm not sure... What we solved in the world, but fuck did I laugh a lot. Uh, <laughs> oh, we, we decided that we're going to dress up more. We're going to try yeah. to dress up more as it pertains we to going didn't, to the airport. I wouldn't say that
3: we decided
2: that Well, at Andrew, all, you're going to Maybe on an individual it, level. Fo-
3: you shut can, your fucking mouth. Dave You Hill can dress up at the airport if you want. You know, you're going to dress guys, up.
1: Guys, can we thank Dave for being fucking our first him. guest <laughs> in the new format of the podcast? Dave, <laughs> Dave thanks for being the first <laughs> thank, you. Yeah, so thank, you. thank you so much. I'm honored. Thank you. And we are going
2: to really, once again, one more time for real anybody out there let's get this guy playing the fucking national anthem at a colorado avalanche yes game. i love yeah, this that idea. would that would be fucking amazing so, And dave
1: do you have uh, where can people find you is there anything you'd like to plug real quick i'm glad you asked
0: uh yes i would love to plug my new book uh the awesome game one man's incredible globe crushing hockey odyssey it's my it's my it's about hockey as hinted in the title but I, but i've written it for all to enjoy even people who hate sports, and uh, and then social media is at Mr. Dave Hill at Mr. Dave Hill. Yeah, and I'm coming you to your town.
2: I'm coming to your town. Get a chance. Go see Dave and give him a follow because your feed is fucking ridiculous and so funny. Oh, we never even you. got into how your fucking the fact that you are. Pretty much, you're pro am right now, BMX, and we didn't talk about that. At we didn't. All, right? it's I, a lot. It's,
0: I'm it's the sponsored now. This is for episode four, probably, but I'm sponsored by Mongoose now.
2: We're up at four episodes is that true? already. Is it's that true?
0: true. It's a true fact.
2: <laughs> We're going to, to yeah. make this
0: a residency. This isn't not even a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> trilogy. This
1: is gonna. It's gonna have I'm to not be a even residency. Joking.
0: Yeah, yeah. I the daily residency. I'm, a pro- <laughs> I'm, I'm the oldest. The I believe to be the oldest uh, newly sponsored. BMX rider on
2: earth. <laughs> yeah, uh, you rule. Dave, you rule. This is awesome. You're the man. And uh, there I think there's no better way to go into our act 3 uh than why don't we listen to some uh to a clip of what I think you do best. I I love all of it. I love the gang stuff. I think you've really <laughs> made a gang that everybody can get behind. Sure. I think uh your BMX skills are totally revolutionary this is a new style it's old school it's new school it's everything at once it's bare, it's uh, just but,
0: post uh training wheels
2: yeah exactly and so but your stand up is truly amazing. So, uh, why don't we do this? Listen to, this, listen, listen, listen to some live stand up comedy from our good pal and guest. Thank you so much for being here, Dave Hill. And when we return, third actors, you're on deck, the best third act in the biz. Uh, plus, we're going to have our finally some good fucking news segment. Uh, so, everybody, please enjoy Dave Hill and then stay tuned and join us for act three. <laughs> oh. I've been, out, I've been hanging out at Guitar Center a lot lately
0: actually. I like to just go there and rip some fucking solos. I'll just like walk in, there'll be like some 15 year old kid sitting there playing guitar, playing like Ed Sheeran or some bullshit. And I'm just like, give me that fucking thing. You sit the- fuck down and then I just start ripping some sweet solos and he's like I want to get out of here mister I'm, I'm like you shit the fuck down and then I just keep keep ripping ripping some sweet solos and he's like you're scaring me mister I'm like damn right I'm scaring you then I keep keep ripping some sweet solos and then he starts crying and then his mom comes in and she's all pissed off because she's also like kind of turned on because of all the sweet solos <laughs> I'm And I like Guitar Center because it's the only store I I can think of that can get away with, like, vaguely threatening radio ads. They'll they'll have, like, the guy with the low, boomy voice, and he's like, Guitar Center, come on down, and you find it anywhere else for less, and we'll kick your fucking ass, you piece of shit. It's like, hold up, Guitar Center. I was just thinking of buying a pack of strings. I don't want any conflict. I'll pay a full price. Um. Or they'll make these offers that seem like a little too good to be true. They're like, Guitar Center, this Memorial Day weekend, come on down and spend over 500 bucks and we'll let you take Chris from the keyboard department in the back and do whatever the fuck you want with him. It's like, hold up a second, Guitar Center. I I was just thinking of getting a a ukulele for my niece. She's showing an interest in music. I don't even know. Guitar Center, this Thanksgiving, Come on down and buy any guitar and amp combo and we'll let you take Don, the floor manager, out by the dumpsters and humiliate him in front of his whole fucking family. It's like, hold up, Guitar Center. I went to high school with Don. He's a good man. I don't, I, I don't want any part of this. Guitar Center, you remember that kid Danny that went missing the summer after junior year? He's been in our basement this whole fucking time. <laughs> Come on down and put cigarettes out on his face. It's like, hold up Guitar Center. I'm losing interest in music real, real quick. It's a weird story is my point.
3: <laughs> um.
1: um here in the third act, the place you want to be. Third actors. Nice to see you. Nice to hear from you. We had an incredible episode. Dave Hill was on it. We had a lot of fun. But you don't give a fuck about that you're here for the plugs you're here for the credits you're here to hear ben say play us out charlie at some point or will one of us cut him off it's always like will they won't they it's the ross and rachel of tags of podcasts but mm-hmm. more and more a lot of you are coming for this good news segment and uh, it's some good fucking news which <laughs> is what, what we're c- calling it because no other alternatives Mm -hmm. are emerging, and reluctantly, that is how (laughs) we're referring to it. So, Ben, take her away, my friend.
2: I love this little story, and we're going to post the link uh, so you can see this, but... uh, as as many people are experiencing and know a lot of the planet right now, is, is uh, the temperatures, uh, we've been coated in an Arctic chill, a blast. Uh, and, I like to say uh, Arctic. I, I go yeah, hard with the seas. Arctic. I like it too. Arctic blast. But uh, yeah. there uh, obviously – that puts humans in peril, but but a lot of times it's uh, it's those weakest among us and those most susceptible. It's our, our friends in the animal kingdom. And there was a story out of China where a woman found a cat, a kitten, completely frozen uh, underneath her bushes in her front yard. And she brought the cat in and uh brought it back to life using a hairdryer. It had been frozen what? in suspended animation for a very short time. And this woman used towels and a hairdryer. And there is a video of her reviving this kitten <laughs> with it and saving it. And now this cat lives with her. And I got to say y'all, this little cat got me because because now he's running around and he's on a tile and then a linoleum floor and he's skidding all around. I'm watching. It well, right I'm now. starting to
1: question the legitimacy of this news segment. I don't all because this was a Garfield. Fear. This was this from was a Reuters. Garfield. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> remembers it. Garfield. But he had, had too, in the too much snow. lasagna. He had, had too la- much lasagna. He's in his lasagna. John torpor. was trying to
3: kill him. John <laughs> uh, finally yeah.
1: had enough and had put Garfield out to die. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild that a cat could get frozen and, and like be brought wow. back to life just with a hair dryer. Pretty
2: nuts. And and the video went is going viral, and uh, so we'll post that in the show notes. Uh, but <sighs> not there, one of there, my uh, clips
1: goes viral. This goes viral. What the
2: fuck? Maybe yeah, oh, you froze a little, that,
1: and we could revive you. <laughs>
2: Yes, let us freeze you. Stay I'll outside tonight, and we'll use hair to see if we can bring Adam back. Who would like to see that? We'll Flat do
3: flatliners, flatliners zero budget edition. The I can't reason why I,
2: not to do this. The reason why I love this story so much is that when I was looking for this, there were dozens of articles about animal shelters calling for people to help with animals uh, who needed shelter uh, during this deep freeze. And they were overwhelmed by people willing to take in animals. And I think this is when human beings often show the best of themselves, I think, is, you know, when the way we care for animals at times, not all the time. Don't get me wrong. But uh, this is when we do. Uh, and I and I love this. So yeah, with these cold temperatures, take care of your pets. Here's some great stories about that. So anyway, that's our, our good fucking news for the day. Way to go, lady in China for doing that.
1: Hey, Ben, Amazing. I love you, you filthy
2: animal. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm going to fucking kill you. Okay. Uh, but anyway, that's, that's the story. I love it. And uh, like I said, link is down in the show notes for that. But Andrew, how are you feeling this morning? Do you think you can hit the notes? Do you think oh, you can get
3: Oh, th- I think so. No, it's what are you talking about? It's well, all do you, think you, can, get, you can, plugs, can you get it?
2: Yeah, there it is. He always laughs about three quarters uh, of the way I have through. It's a good time. <laughs> All right, Andrew, you're up, my buddy. Uh,
3: February 9th and 10th, right around the corner, a Friday and Saturday night, I'm going to be at the Denver Comedy Underground recording my third album and hopefully special, and I want to see you down there. There should still be some tickets available. Check those out in the
1: link in the show notes. Absolutely go support Andrew, and once that sells out, which it should and will, uh, come to my show. Uh, I'm doing my one-man show, Happy Place, on February 10th at the Buntport Theater in Denver. It's a one-man show I've been doing uh, on and off, and I haven't done it in almost about a year, but I'm kicking the dust off of it and got a lot of plans for it this uh, 2024, and that all starts at the Buntport Theater on February 10th. So come see my show, Happy Place. And as always, our live show is the last Saturday of the month. Uh, this month, we have Amy Silverberg coming in. And she's going to headline, and we have the very funny Ed Bell on the show as well. Uh, the show is February 24th. Get your tickets in the show notes now. Those tend to sell out. Who wants to take a stab at the
2: quick party I'm already on it. A big shout-out to our lovely producer, Ron Doyle, so for hot. making this show happen. A uh, big thank you to Mike Henderson for his help recording at our live show. The theme music so is always by hot. our lovely Charlie Continental. Please oh, follow hot. us. Anywhere you can on social media at Grolix Comedy. And as always, support us and get ad-free episodes and other perks on our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Grolix Saves. We will be back next Tuesday, but this is what you always wait for. Is when Play I get us to out say, Charlie! Motherfucker!